Welcome, welcome to the best five-minute wine podcast. I'm your host, Forrest Kelly. From the sea to the glass, wine has a past. Our aim at the best five-minute wine podcast is to look for adventure at wineries around the globe. After all, great minds think alike. Let's start the adventure. Our featured winery is... We continue our interview with Doug McCombs, founder and winemaker of IG Winery. Since you didn't come from a winemaking background, getting started had to be difficult. Yeah, we when we started in Cedar City, there was no, like I said, there were no wineries in southern Utah at all. So we came in and actually had to work with the city to help them develop zoning ordinances that would allow for a winery. And we actually wrote those for the city and submitted them and the city passed them and got them through and and created the the zoning and and the ordinances that that we needed to allow for us. Then we opened our doors and we were just in a little, the whole thing was 1,200 square feet. That was the tasting room, the storage area, the the winery, the production area, everything. It was just a small little building with a couple of tanks and a few barrels. And we started buying uh, both bulk wine and grain grapes to, to make our, our wines and just begins the, the long, slow process of building a clientele in a market. There was no wine culture, if you will, but there was real no, uh, no real understanding of what wineries were all about. And so we had to educate the community and just begin that process. Since you were kind of uh, trailblazing the wine industry in Utah, were you met with some resistance as People have their own preconceived ideas about wine, but then there are some who will say, well, it's just another version of alcohol. So was there resistance? Well, you know, everybody anticipated because we were coming into a a Mormon part of the country that we were going to get a lot of pushback. But the reality was we got very little. The city was very welcoming, uh, glad to adopt the ordinances that they needed, welcomed us. The state was a little bit more of a challenge, but that was really not from a philosophical standpoint as much as a regulatory standpoint. But uh, once we got through all that, really, there was it was just I, I, let's put it this way. It wouldn't it wasn't problems that I wouldn't have expected in pretty much any other market. Yeah, that's one area of starting a winery that gets kind of overlooked is that the paperwork, because the labor that is difficult. And you had family and friends helping you start everything from the ground up. Yeah, well, yes. And, and uh, one of my best friends was up there every weekend volunteering and helping us uh, make it happen we just it was it was we built it through the the hard work of family and friends that's how we like to say it my daughter who was uh, just a kid when we opened um, is now utah's first professional woman winemaker and she's also uh, the one who has now produced utah's first sparkling wine made from 100% Utah fruit. And so she's busy and involved in setting some uh, milestones of her own. My son-in-law has really jumped into the business as well. And and so now when we do harvest, I pretty much assign a fruit to, you know, each of the, you know, all of us take a section of the vineyard, if you will, and walk it from, from harvest through bottling. And it's kind of how we've divided it up. So when we step into 59 West Center Street, Cedar City, Utah, what will we experience? Well, now that we've moved to our new facility about five years ago, you're looking at a uh, right on Center Street, which is, uh, you know, kind of the intersection. We're at the intersection of Center and Main, right in the heart of town, downtown. 
So you have the old downtown style buildings that are being, you know, converted over the years with different businesses. We are one of those. We've taken an old, what used to be a laundromat in the front and a welding shop in the back and completely remodeled that into a tasting room in the front and the production area in the back. And so now we are also a cocktail lounge. Whoa, whoa, whoa. A cocktail lounge in a winery. We'll find out what that's about in our next episode. Also want to remind you that we are Amazon friendly now. You can ask Alexa, play Best Wine Podcast. Let's see what happens. Play Best Wine Podcast. Thank you for listening. I'm Forrest Kelly. This episode of the Best 5-Minute Wine Podcast was produced by iHism. If you like the show, please tell your friends and pets and subscribe. Until next time, pour the wine and ponder your next adventure.